Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews, the mind can play a tremendous influence on your performance, whether it be golf or you name it. I don't care what it is. If you go in with the proper background, it doesn't have to be perfect, but you go in with the proper background and the proper mental state, the odds are you're going to come out successfully. Taking you beyond the ropes. I refuse to give up on life, even though it's been it's been bumpy. You get back up and do it. I, I know you can. You owe it to yourself and you owe it to your friends to be the best person you can be. Unforgettable stories. Say Elaine for us. Yes. <laughs> Elaine, you're out on your patoot. Go spend a week in the Yakavongo Delta. <laughs> a bridge to the past. Years and years from now, Mr. Palmer, what do you want the legacy of Arnold Palmer to be? Well, uh, I suppose it's just that I have made a contribution to the game to help make it a little better. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. Welcome, folks. We're live from the RSM Classic. Pleasure to have your company from wherever you're joining us throughout the United States, anywhere around USA, Canada, and, of course, the rest of the world. The rest of the world is where there is a great deal of focus going on right now as we speak because out in Dubai, the European Tour's wrap-up at the DP World Tour Championship in Dubai is being led by Mike Lorenzo Vera. He fired a nine-under-par opening round. And if you think that's good and he's got some comfort and distance atop the leaderboard, you would be wrong. Second place alone, one Rory McIlroy. He's eight under par and only one shot back. It got going late for Rory, but it got going strong as well. Third place in this marquee leaderboard on six under and three shots off the pace. John Rahm leading the way there for those from that point on. He's alone in third place. Fourth, five under par scores belong to two. Tom Lewis. And one, Tommy Fleetwood, as the scores are very impressive. Indeed, sixth place, Rafael Cabrera-Bello and Marcus Kithalt. He was in the mix uh, last week on four under par. Thomas Dietrich, who also was in the mix last week, at, he's at three under par in eighth place. That is a spot that's shared by Justin Rose, Francesco Molinari, Hao Chung Lee, Danny Willett, and Matthias Schwab, all on the mark of three under par, all of those Gents are six shots off the lead right now atop the leaderboard by Lorenzo Vera. As you heard me mention, we are absolutely delighted to be sitting in the terrace room here at the Lodge. It's all part of the beautiful Sea Island Resort. You guys can always log on to SeaIsland.com and see how and why this place is so special, but we're going to define the same in just a second. Also, coming up on the program today, Doug Opine is going to be joining us. He heads up the foundation for RSM. He's their CFO as well. Scott Stylin in just a moment, the CEO and president here at Sea Island to fill us in on why this place is so special. You're also going to hear from Zach Johnson, Davis Love III, uh, Lexi, Danielle, and Rory is going to join coming up from Dubai. So we've got a very busy show in store for you today. We're going to keep you up to date on everything that's going on as well as in a moment we'll take a look at marquee groups here today as play gets underway at 9 20 a.m this morning and some notables that are in the field and i also want to take a look at the weather in the days ahead because right now it looks absolutely perfect here as it's been getting into the mid 60s in the next couple of days i'll tell you just as a hint it's going to get into the low 70s that nice in the week before thanksgiving that beautiful and only appropriate for where we are here at sea island SeaIsland.com is the website check it out when you get a chance as i mentioned scott is the ceo and president here at the sea island company delightful 
to see you. I, it's odd to start a, a, a interview with someone and say congratulations, but dude, congratulations! It just keeps seems to be getting better. Well, thank you. We are um, we're really proud of what we've been able to to do here. Uh, we feel like we've just finished a lot. Uh, we just finished all of the work at the lodge and um, a thirty plus million dollar kind of transformation in the lodge where we're you know and effectively doubling down on golf and really focusing on what makes this experience so special and um, it's been a lot of fun and we've got a lot of really really great feedback uh, so far in this uh, in this tournament week all right let's i'm, I'm going to ask let's you and i just bumped into each other in an airport never met you before you're sitting next to me in the stool because i'm doing this because i people from throughout the united states perhaps but definitely in, uh, from the global stamp may not know what Sea Island is and who you guys are. So if we're sitting next to each other in stool, I say, what are you doing? You tell me, oh, I'm the president of Sea Island Resort. And I say, what is that? What's the answer? You know, the answer is it's a resort that defines Southern hospitality where you can pretty much do anything you ever want to do. And if we get to talking and we talk about golf, I can go off, you know, for hours and hours on how great the golf experience is, what makes our golf experience unique, how the service, the atmosphere, the facilities that we have roll into golf. If you want to talk about bringing your family here, we can talk about what you do, uh, what are the options available to your family, how you can do multi-generational trips, how you know families have come here for decades on end, year after year after year, generation after generation in terms of what's there. If you want to uh, host a meeting here and have a group event here, I can talk about... How, how our facilities will allow you to have a great meeting, but really where we think it differentiates is what happens outside the meeting room. We really focus on what we can do with our groups outside the meeting room, how we can make those connections that lead to better business, how we can make those connections uh, that lead to a stronger organization or a stronger association. All right, so let's start backwards then because, because you're already kind of going down this corporate road, and let's continue to do that. Uh, first of all, when you're talking about meetings – uh, they need a place to meet. Yep. They need a place for facilities. They need a place for recreation. Uh, they Very unique things, like last night Darius Rucker put on a private show inside the lobby of the Cloister, one of your properties uh, here at the Sea Island Resort. Mike so, Mills joining him. For, Mike Mills uh, from REM came up. Yeah, that was fantastic, too, and crazy. And they sang REM's Losing My Religion, which was, which was really cool. So uh, take us down that road from a corporate standpoint that someone's listening that's thinking maybe I'm interested in doing that or, or a wedding or whatever it is that you have this ability to accommodate huge numbers. Well, we've got about 40,000 square feet of meeting space uh, throughout the resort, and that's both at the Cloister and the Lodge. And as you know, Matt, we have... Um, we have multiple different lodging facilities. The Cloister is 255 rooms. The Lodge is about 60 rooms here. We also have the Inn at Sea Island, which is about 85 rooms, kind of a select service property. And we rent cottages down the drive down on the island, on Sea Island. And those are about anywhere from three bedrooms to nine bedrooms. So we can facilitate any kind of a group experience that we need to have. Our meeting space is set up such that um, it will function perfectly for what the group is. It's beautifully done, elegant meeting space, very functional. Uh, but at the end of the day, when I'm trying to pitch a, a company on coming here for a group event, it's not, look how great the meeting room is. It's, 
let's go outside the meeting room. Let's talk about what we can do outside the meeting room. How do we program your event so that you can maximize the utility? Do you need to do team building? We can do that. Do you want to bring an organization together? We can do that. Do you want to create opportunities for people to go to the beach, go to the spa, play golf, go horseback riding, go shooting, do whatever else? Fishing, whatever, yeah. We can do all of that. So if you have a group that is focused one way or the other, we have a lot of golf groups that come and they say, oh, geez, I'm not sure I can bring my spouse or significant other because it's so it's golf focused. The answer is you're going to get killed by your spouse or significant other if you don't bring them oh, that's for, sure. for this because they have everything else that they can do. And you'll win huge points if you do bring. Awesome. So the, to the corporate group, just to I don't I, I know I know numbers are cold, but when you talk about how many how how many people are we talking about for these different events? You how know, big? We we've hosted groups as many as five or six hundred people before. Um, we've hosted groups, you know, small board meetings and board retreats, retreats of a dozen people. So um, you know, we have lots of flexibility in our space and what we From do huge to to, yeah. to be able to do that. We can't host the mega conventions. We can't host all the the huge monster groups. Those are really better suited for our sister property, the Broadmoor in Colorado Springs, but. Um, anything else in between, we can pretty much accommodate. Jeez, it's classic. All right, now, going down this line, families. Uh, you want it? You want to come down with your family? Maybe it's a family reunion. Maybe it's a wedding that we're talking about again. But what can you do that when that group, as diverse it is, because you're talking about from children to maybe grandparents, that everybody leaves and goes, that was an incredible experience. You know, the reality is families are unique. And what families typically want is they each and every member of the family wants a little bit something different from the vacation experience. Some may want golf. Some may want the beach. Some may want pools and the slides. And kids may want to go into our camp cloister. But at the end of the day, there are key elements to what has to happen. They have to be able to come together to eat meals and hang out and have a place to uh, to connect and talk about the day. They want to be able to run free and be safe and know that, you know, if you're hanging out at the beach and your kids are over playing tennis or they're off doing something else, you don't have to worry about, you know, whether they're going to get lost or whether they're going to be in trouble. This is a great place to to bring a family and just completely unplug and relax. And that's, I think, what really helps um, set it apart. When you think about the kind of experience that you can have here, many people who are listening who haven't been here just you know, say, oh, well, everybody's got really nice facilities and people can talk about facilities. And I agree. The challenge is nobody has the kind of team and the people that we have here and the service that we provide. It is as genuine and authentic as you could ever experience. Um, our team welcomes you home. They, they feel like you're in their home. They're unscripted. They will call you Bubba at breakfast if 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 that's what their term of endearment is they may call you sugar they may call you whatever but you know that they're trying to make that connection with you and that it's genuine it's authentic and it it isn't it's my pleasure or whatever one thing you just salted in that i have to follow up on what's camp cloister camp cloister is our kids club that we do we've got all kinds of of kids activities and this is not just um, find a couple of rooms put on a video or throw some ipads out and keep the kids occupied for a couple of hours this is all day programming from seining on the beach to doing hawk walks and nature and nature activities to archery to uh, discovering things shelling doing all of that outside 
playing games, getting in the pool, playing on the basketball court, doing all of the things that kids would want to do with a group of other kids. How cool is this? What age is for that? Uh, Camp Cloister starts at three and goes until, I should know this off the top of my head, but I think it is. Oh, goes to 14. 14. Dom, I knew Dom Duh. was listening intently well, on this I'm looking, one. I'm looking at Camp Cloister all over their website, CLN.com, and I'm wondering how come I'm not allowed to go to Camp exactly. Cloister? Exactly, yeah. yeah I, <laughs> when you started talking about it, I heard Dom's microphone like get hit because I knew he was leaning forward listening to this going, he's got a, he's got a one-year-old daughter and a four-year-old boy. Right? Yeah. This place sounds perfect for a family like that. It is perfect for a family like that. And Dom is earning more points to get closer and closer to Sea Island, Matt, I might add. He is. He is getting close. He's made it all the way down to Raleigh now. Yeah. And it is, he moves like a slug. Yeah. So, well, we'll, slug. we'll see him in a couple of years. <laughs> That's very true. Very true. Okay. Now, let's go to the last piece. Rare is the facility that has multiple golf courses. Rarer is a facility that these golf courses host the best players in the world. So there's a worldwide audience. We'll have this broadcast on Golf Channel coming up at midday today. And people can play here, and maybe they remember a shot that Zach Johnson hit with his wedge coming into one of these greens or what have you. I mean, that, that whole combination is classic, and we haven't got into everything that exists with the wave of the hand on this side from the new pools and, right. and, and everything else. So I'll, I'll leave the stage open for you. You know, we've just finished about a $30-plus million renovation or kind of transformation here at the Right lodge. where we're sitting at the lodge, yeah. yes. And um, in doing that, we added six cottages that are two bedrooms and four bedrooms. We added a pool and a pool house. We just finished um, our new king cottage, which is kind of a Mac Daddy four-bedroom cottage with an indoor private hitting bay. It's kind of a mansion. And a huge and Ferris, area. It, yeah. it is, and it sits right on the range. It's a really great spot. We opened up our new golf performance center in uh, the spring at 17,000 square feet, six bays, uh, fitness and meeting space on top, retail on top, huge patio porches that overlook the ocean. You're hitting out to the ocean. Um, the greatest lineup of instructors, uh, a, a, um, a one-of-a-kind in the U.S. right now, um, uh, indoor hitting or uh, putting bay where we've got the, I can't remember the name of the machine, but we can pretty much predict every single break and oh, angle. I know which one that lines, is. It um, comes out like lasers. German company, yeah. yeah. And uh, Phil Kenyon, who's our, our director of putting instruction, and David Who? Angelotti, who's here, um, have been working with us to try to develop this. So it allows you to work on everything in your game. And today we're debuting for the players, even though they've played for the last couple of days, uh, the new plantation course, which well, competitively, Davis and Mark it's Love, still a, yeah, it's a curtain coming uh, up. Just finished, which is really fantastic. What motivated you to do that with with that course? I, di- I didn't even know that was coming. Well, you know, as courses age, you've got to look at what what needs to be done and when they need to be done, and then what do you do? Yeah. Um, at plantation, we had a thirty year old irrigation system that we knew was kind of a ticking time bomb for us, and we could have gone the route of just replacing the irrigation system and leaving everything in place. Uh, but we've always wanted to do something different and special with plantation. And it was just a natural to have uh, Davis and Mark and Scott Sherman work on it for us. These guys grew up on the golf course. You talk about accountability, they live here. So they have total accountability to us in terms of what we're trying to do yeah. and anything that we're thinking about. And they had so much fun doing this golf course. Um, if you haven't had Davis on, he'll tell you about how he gets on the tractor and he moves stuff Oh, he around. did. He told us he hit a water main on, yeah, one, he did. I think, the first hole. He did. That added to the budget. But, <laughs> um, 
But, you know, at the end, it turned out great. But I think what we ended up with is a golf course that has um, playability at every level. Yes. And that's what we were seeking to do. The F word, fun. Fun. And Davis and Mark talked about it at every single meeting. You know, this, in our view, gone are the days of creating a golf course that is so hard that only a few can enjoy it. Yeah. It's just, it's not that fun. And we want people to have fun out there playing on the golf course. And I think they accomplished exactly that in, um, in Plantation. We've got, you know, we've got our putting course, the Speedway course out in front. We've got all of these other great ads to the lodge. We think that it's created a really unique, singular, differentiating guest experience. Absolutely. And here's the best part. If you are a couple or a family that is golf-centered and someone in the family is not, there are plenty of other opportunities. Because if you stay at the lodge, you have access to everything at the cloister, everything at the beach club, all of the other activities, recreational activities we have to do here. So we can check all the boxes for the whole family. It's funny because, like in our case, you, you you bring a teenage son here and he comes back and he took, quoting, he said, Dad, that's the best gym I've ever seen, right? And it's because it's, it, it's, it taps into what you talked about, Scott, where different things mean different things to different people, right? right. For some people, it may be sitting out on the Adirondacks and looking out on the, on the sunset in this harbor in the evening, and they have found their nirvana. They found their heaven. But for a kid and an athlete, this gym means everything to them, and it's so cool, and that's part of the spa and everything else. If you just want to go and rejuvenate, and you go, there's one room, folks, with a, with – uh, you can get into the water, immerse yourself in the water, and it's heated while there's a, a roaring fireplace, real wood-burning, roaring fireplace right next to you, just to paint the picture. And to underscore this path, seaisland.com, uh, by the way, to underscore this path, now we're talking about uh, you can go on the guided fishing if you want to, which we've done. I caught a, a shark out there one time yep. when we did it. Uh, to back up and talk about the, the, the school and the amenities and, and all of the – the golfing. Don, were you with us when we came down and we did a putting school? We've done a, a short game school here. We've done a full swing school here where we get intensive with the training and the coaching, and then you go out and you play in the afternoon, and then we have the dinners and all the fun stuff that we do at night. Did, were you here when we did the, any of those? I did, and it was one of the most unique experiences I've ever had. And the other, there, There's also little basic things that are unbelievable, like that driving range there. Where you're basically hitting balls into the ocean. It's amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful. You're not, you're not actually hitting into the ocean, but you're looking at the backdrop of it and the bridges. It, that reminds me with, with Dom cutting in and talking about the different things because I know this is important to him. Dining. Yeah. You have such a variety of dining options. And didn't you just do something new with the restaurant or with the Beach Club, too, if we I did. remember correctly? We did. We, um, uh, we've got about 11 restaurants on property. Wow. And we just opened up uh, Sea Strike, which is our bowling alley and pub at the Beach Club. Oh. And Sea Strike is uh, kind of a sports bar and pub concept with six, six lanes. And it is done in a Sea Island style. So. It's tricked out. It's very clubby. It feels really good. We've got 11 TVs, including two huge big screens, so that we can watch every game that's going on there. The menu is fantastic. The atmosphere there is really great. And the response so far has been a lot of fun. And we converted what was an old um, movie theater area that just didn't get as much space and usage as uh, as we think this will. Oh. Uh, but we've added these six lanes. It is uh, a riot. You know, bowling is a fun 
thing to do for a lot of people, whether you are competitive or not competitive. Sure. It's the kind of event that you can go and hang out, sit on the couches, have a meal, bowl a few frames if you want to bowl a few frames. We've also got darts, shuffleboard. I have a huge uh, adult Scrabble board on the wall, <laughs> about a six-foot by six-foot Scrabble board, so you can hang out with two couples or a family or whatever and play Scrabble. Uh, there we've got other table games we've got other things that we can do just to keep people active and occupied and you know for us we've been on a project spree for the last five or six years I mean, since i've been here matt we've we've invested almost a quarter of a billion dollars back into the company in Amazing. eight and a half years so we've kind of run through that cycle and we've got a great year in front of us in 2020 to kind of reap the benefits of and and show our guests and our members what what we've been able to I do. hope you do but there's no rest for the weary because we're the week before Thanksgiving you it, aren't we sitting in the lodge here where yes. the, the buffet runs right down the, the middle of the yeah. building and it goes on for miles the length of the lobby as a matter of fact Gee. it is uh, you know we'll do several thousand on Thanksgiving day uh, <sighs> members and guests uh, that are here and their families it's a great day the day after Thanksgiving we do the uh, uh, the annual lighting of uh, the Christmas lights yeah. here. And, you know, to see this place, the holidays, and decked out the way we deck it out is really pretty special. Um, and it's just a it's a great place for that kind of, of experience. You know, it, it, at the end of the day, it all comes down to what are you doing to create an authentic memory and experience for somebody? The facility certainly well laid toward doing that but i always believe that it's the it's the touch that everybody feels from our folks whether it's a, a housekeeper you bump into uh, someone at the door a server in a restaurant a, a, a guy doing landscape on the drive or whatever else who says hello to you engages with you asks you how your stay is addresses you by your name and really gives you that feeling that they're genuinely interested in in what you have to say they're not just checking a box to say i'm supposed to talk to this person as yeah. as they walk by and that's what makes the difference it's amazing i mean I, i've known you since day one when you came here and the objectives that you set out to do and the ownership's objectives and what you have accomplished is beyond what anybody reasonably could have thought was capable here and it keeps getting better and better and better it's amazing and and, and this, these aren't just words, folks. As, as Scott told you and we've alluded to and we spoke to Davis and Mark about already this week, there's a brand-new golf course being introduced to the world today on the grandest stage for the game competitively, which is the PGA Tour. Seaisland.com uh, is where you can go for more information so you can connect the dots as well. It is that special. Lovely to see you, as always. Thank you, buddy. Thank you so much. I hope a local guy wins today, this, this week. We'll see. That's saying a lot because you got a lot of local guys here, we and you've got some pretty prominent guys. ones too. We do have a lot of local guys. Can you imagine one of the old guys like uh, Davis Love the Third wins again on see. his golf course? It would be nice. I wonder if that's ever been done. The PGA Tour guy wins in a course that he designed. I don't know. That's a good question. We'll have to look into that. I don't think there are any. Well, no, there's some good designers that uh, were as good as Davis was. Yeah, there'd be there'd be a few that would be option, but I don't know if they were designing when they were still competing and capable of winning because he just won a couple of years ago. I'm thinking maybe Greg Norman might have been in that category. We'll have to look into it. Somebody somewhere maybe will have Jack. the answer to that. Uh, Jack Nicholas, when 
Um, well, he had, interestingly enough, when he won the Masters in 86, his company had redone greens at Augusta. So that might kind of qualify. It's not to the scale of what Davis and Mark did here, though, no. so I'm not sure if it's, if it's apples to apples. By the way, congratulations on your book. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I read it. You did? I did. Wow. I went through it. You're it's a, a fantastic coloring book. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. So, Dom, Matt. You bring Matt, it back to me then, and it, I'll be it, the judge. It, it was dark uh, when we were sitting outside, and Matt said, hey, I did this new book, and he handed it to me, and it's larger than a typical book size. And so yeah. uh, it, it looked like, like a coloring, coloring book. It's kind of is that size. Book. You know, that's not what I think and, about it. And I thought it was excellent. But would have taken a lot a less effort, Dom, if we did as a coloring book. But after I took it home, I went through it. I was really impressed. Thank you. I'm slightly offended that you were so surprised that it was good. <laughs> Scott Styland, CEO and president of the Sea Island Company. SeaIsland.com is, is where you can get more information. When we come back, our correspondent's going to check in on all of the fun that's happening Ohio here. Ohio Kings Island Open. Jack Nicklaus, first PGA Tour player to win an event on a course he designed. There you go. I knew Don would find the information. Still coming up in the Fairways of Life show this morning. Zach Johnson, Davis Love the Third. Want to find out about Ricky. World number one is out. Ricky Fowler is in on the international competition that is the President's Cup Team USA against the rest of the world outside of Europe. Lexi, Danielle still coming up in the show. And we're going to hear from Rory checking in from Dubai. Round one is now officially in the books. And I'll give you another leaderboard update there. We'll talk about some marquee groups here. We'll talk about some notable in their tea times so you know how when and where you can find it more of the fairways of life show coming up great to see you scott thank you thank you matt stay with us my new book is called the golf round i'll never forget 50 of golf's biggest stars recall their finest moments look we're going into the holiday season i hope this is the perfect gift for the person in your life that loves the history of the game history like this the 1978 masters well first of all i'm seven shots behind tom watson and my son says to me, he says, Dad, you're playing so well. If you putt well today, you can shoot 65 and win. But it's not easy to shoot 65 at Augusta. Anyway, I'm out in 34 with a bogey. And I come back in 30. I actually touched the hole three times. But thank goodness I didn't because I would have never been invited back to Augusta. The book is called The Golf Round I'll Never Forget. 50 of golf's biggest stars recall their finest moments. I hope you enjoy it. You can pick it up wherever fine books are sold, including barnesandnoble.com and amazon.com. FootJoy, the number one outbrand in golf, ensures that you can make every day playable with performance gear to handle any weather condition. All FootJoy products are designed to provide the best golfing experience regardless of the conditions. Every piece of FootJoy gear goes through years of testing and validation to ensure the ultimate in golf performance. Trust the brand that has been number one forever. Learn how you can make every day playable at FootJoy.com slash M-E-D-P. Boyne Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship-caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern Lower Peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to BoyneGolf.com and take in all the splendor that is a golf experience unlike any other. TheGolfTravelGroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland. 
Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more. Guaranteed advanced tea times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours, and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles. And they have a staff that's been doing it for ever thegolftravelgroup.com tick-borne diseases like Lyme disease which will have more than 7,000 new cases per week this season and biting bugs like mosquitoes that could be carrying West Nile virus or even Zika are threats to everyone but in particular to golfers stay safe with serious protection from Ranger Ready repellent I use it because it works it will not stain your clothes it doesn't contain toxic deep and it's available in multiple scents even an option for no scent at all. Whether you like boating, golf, gardening, hunting, whatever you do outdoors, protect yourself with Ranger Ready Repellent. For more information, go to rangerready.com. The U.S. Open, golf's most storied championship, returns to the iconic Winged Foot Golf Club. Next June, see firsthand the remarkable moments, the energy, the excitement of the 120th U.S. Open Championship. Don't miss your chance to be here next year, June 15th through the 21st, 2020. Tickets on sale now at usopen.com forward slash 2020. Welcome back, folks, live from the RSM Classic here in the beautiful terrace room of the Lodge at Sea Island. Pretty cool to get a chance to talk to Scott because we've known him for so many years. He's been a part of the Fairways of Life family, as everybody is that's ever done anything with us, active or not at the time. They're still part of the family, and it's just so cool to see what he's doing, uh, what they have done collectively here as a team. And all of this is the canvas upon which yet another masterpiece is being created that is another PGA Tour event. And the PGA Tour, I have to tell you, is so engaged in what goes on here that when we had our putting contest yesterday afternoon, now you've got uh, Special Olympians, you've got the Boys and Girls Club, you've got PGA Tour professionals, you've got executives from RSM that serve as team captains and scorers. And for the second consecutive year, the commissioner of the PGA Tour is personally taking part in being one of those team captains and scorers. Are you kidding me? That's how special this is. And we were putting on Davis and Mark's new putting green that they built as part of the renovation of the plantation. And let me tell you, that is a brutally tough course. If we did, if we, if we were here for group, Dom, and we did like, like we do when we do these trips, a putting contest, it is as fun as anything you can do because these, these greens are so tough. And to think that it ended, the contest ended with one of the, one of the young men from the Boys and Girls Club making a hole-in-one. Right. This is a hole that 12 PGA Tour players had also had a putt at before this young man. And none of them made a hole in one. He made a hole in one and won, and won the it was, it was actually second place, I should say, because uh, first place was free and clear at 23 points that were scored. And it was amazing. All right. So Andy Boston is going to be coming up in just a couple of minutes to give us a, an idea to kind of paint the scene for us of everything that's going on. Our correspondent. Special correspondent throughout the course of the week. But big news came through yesterday, as you guys probably heard. Brooks Kepka is out. The patella injury of his knee is still too much. He does not feel like he can perform for Team USA at the President's Cup. Therefore, he advised the team that he's out. Uh, Tiger Woods, the captain, in consultation with his vice captains, has said that Ricky Fowler is in. Davis Love the third spoke to 
How and Why Ricky is There and More. Here is the host of the RSM Classic here from Sea Island yesterday. Well, um, I've been really blessed to play this long, obviously. Um, I've had a few injuries, or I'd already passed Mr. Mark Brooks at 802 or 3, whatever he is. Um, he's been saying that if you'd go to pass me, I want a caddy in that tournament. <laughs> so we've been back and forth on the Champions Store a lot about that record. Um, I had a plan at the start of last season that I was going to play full seasons on the PGA Tour last year and this season and would break that record. Um, I had another surgery this summer that stalled that game plan. So it's going to be getting harder and harder for me to break Brooksy's record. So he may be safe now. Um, obviously, I announced a deal. That I'm going to do some TV for CBS next year. So I will not pass him in CBS events <laughs> on the next few years. So I'm going to have to play around uh, that schedule. But uh, state of my game is um, I'm hitting the ball pretty well on the driving range. And um, in practice, I just haven't been shooting um, very good scores, either on the Champions Tour or the regular tour. So I've got to get it in gear, um, start start turning in some better scores. But I'm happy with the way I'm hitting it the majority of the time. And I'm feeling better after my surgery this summer. I'm bouncing back and starting to get my legs under me. That's why I went to Mexico last week. I should have been in here in the office helping Melanie and everybody else. But um, I went to Mexico to play to try to get a few more rounds in and get to playing a little bit better. Hey, Davis, uh, I was just wondering your thoughts on Ricky Fowler getting added to the President's Cup team. As someone who made him a, a captain at the 2016 Ryder Cup, you, you obviously have insight into what makes him such a good pick. Well, I'll go all the way back to 2010 when I was assistant for Corey Pavin, and Corey knew that I knew you know, the Bob Tways and the Oklahoma State guys, the Scott Verplanks. He said, you know, find out about Ricky. Um, we've, we've got to make this last pick. And when I called them, Bob Tway pointedly said, he should be your first pick. Um, and Ricky proved that, uh, you know, over in Wales. He played like a veteran. Um, we were nervous about picking a, picking a rookie. But, you know, Ricky loves the stage, you know, a lot like a Phil Mickelson or um, – yeah, now hanging around Kevin Kisner some. There's some guys that like to walk out on the final green and make that putt. They want the ball with, with no time on the clock. And Ricky's that guy. And, um, you know, I know he hasn't been playing that much, but Ricky in the team room, Ricky as a partner, um, look, guess who took him? Phil Mickelson's like, I want Ricky, you know. Um, Ricky's a guy you want on your side, and I think uh, – you know, it's unfortunate for Brooks, but uh, I think they, um, you know, picked up a, an all-around, you know, team guy, both playing and in the team room. So I'm excited for him. All right, Adam. Davis, why did you think this was the right time to head into the booth for you? Um, well, my body would tell you that it's been, <laughs> it's been coming the last two or three years that I need to slow down playing. I need to play a little less. Um, timing is right just – Again, 25 years of dinner with dinners with the CBS crew, watching where they're going and what they're doing. Um, they're obviously making a lot of changes right now, so it was, it was just good timing. Um, I took the I took the opportunity when when the opportunity was presented to me. You know, I would like to fantasize that I could play on the tour a couple more years and and stay competitive and break that 
record that we talked about. But I think, you know, my game is showing that I'm losing losing speed, um, losing power. I'm not going to really play on the on the regular tour on big golf courses. I'd like to play Hilton Head a couple more times, maybe you know, in some of those places. But um, you know, I love the PGA Tour, but I know I'm not going to play it forever. And CBS is a team that I've always wanted to be on, so good timing. Right. Dave, you've been on the other end of some of those text exchanges with Tiger over the years about captain's picks or pairings or whatever the case may be. The fact he made this pick so quickly after Brooks announced he went straight to Ricky, do you see that as part of the kind of leader he is? He was just prepared and this was his game plan? And- oh, no, he yeah, he knew. I talked to him before Japan um, about who he was thinking about. I said, great, you can pick yourself and you can sit yourself out. <laughs> you know, um, But he he knew – it's nothing's going to surprise the guy, you know. That's what um, go back to. I everybody's been picking on me because all the videos of him beating me to win his first tournament. But he's been picking on me ever since then, and he remembers everything that I did. And he was just a kid, you know. So he's analyzing my play and my playoff strategy, and he remembers it. He just doesn't. He just doesn't forget, and so building up to the 16 Ryder Cup, every scenario that could could happen in pairings, he had already thought it out, and so now that he's in charge, is yeah, I can't imagine the notes he has and the information, but he knew what he was going to do. I think even before Japan, he knew who he was going to pick, who was backup plan was and now with Brooks he's just been sitting on it I think waiting waiting for Brooks to say yes or no um fortunate Ricky got sick and couldn't play last week but you know Ricky will be ready and like I said that was Davis Love the third RSM tournament host here yesterday at the media center talking about a, a number of things including Tiger Woods picking Ricky Fowler to complete his President's Cup team because world number one Brooks Kepka cannot compete. Now, I know the focus of the story has been on Ricky making the team, but we shouldn't lose sight of the fact that we're talking about the number one ranked player in the world saying that an event that is still weeks down the road and he has already been sidelined for weeks since he re-injured that knee in Korea Still unable to play. So I think that's going to be a developing story. Still coming up in the Fairways of Life show this morning. Uh, you're going to hear from Lexi, Daniel, Rory as well. Maybe even Zach as we continue to proceed. Our on-site correspondent all week is with us once again. What a day yesterday. No way. Well, before we came on, you told me that Scott had a birdie at, what was it, 16 yesterday? 16, par 3. Actually, was feeling pretty good. I laid one up there about six feet. And so, who was the team? You and it was, me, it was Scott Andy Stiland. Scott. We were playing with uh, Bill Gorman, our chief operating officer, and, and Zach, and right? Chris Kirk. Oh, Chris Kirk was yeah, yours. Okay. Kirk yesterday, right. but yeah, I hit one up there to six feet. It was feeling really good, and then the big man over here walked up and laid one up to about two feet and tapped in his birdie. And... I thought he claims that he can't play this game. Uh, I'm, in the, o- I'm in the office too. Uh, a little yeah, bit of sandbagger yeah, yeah, right there. No, I'm in the did, office too much. I can't play. He did have one shot where his Apple Watch Siri said, "I don't understand." So she probably had. So Siri, Siri was Siri was trying to figure out what was going on. <laughs> but no, we had. I tell you what, we had a great time. At Plantation. And we got to pay it off. He made birdie there, right? He did make birdie. Oh, yeah. oh, all right. Oh, Just want to no make sure. Doubt in, about in it. fairness to the man. No doubt about it. But no, it. Um, 
I tell you, for any of your listeners that get down here, Plantation, the redo there is absolutely phenomenal. What a great course to play. And just, you know, Chris Kirk was talking about it from a pro standpoint, how good it was. Is that the course you were on then? Yes. We were on Plantation. Uh, yeah. And you're like the only, you've, you've had as many rounds on <laughs> Plantation as the tour pros right now. <laughs> Got my two now. Yeah. <laughs> I think I may be cut off for a while. You but. know, I haven't had a chance to talk to you about the draw party the other night. Because yesterday when you checked in, you were you were live from the, from the helicopter, but you actually helped us at the draw party. You greatly, and we have so many teams to get through that when we told people if the time expires, you have to play with Andy Bosman. People were sprinting to the they, stage. It, it made it. It changed everything. It made it so efficient. Too. Talk about a punishment. Woo. I couldn't find you when I was saying that. I was looking out the crowd. You. you know, you did? Oh, because the way the lights are going, you can't see anybody. I was like, hey, listen, you got 10 seconds left. <laughs> you better run really faster. How special was yesterday afternoon? Absolutely incredible. I mean, just, um, you know, we're, we're so privileged to be here, and we know we are, and the opportunity to come every year. But to get out at the putting event and have the kids from Special Olympics and the Boys and Girls Club come out and – to have an opportunity to experience that and to be out there with the pros and for the commissioner to come out. Um, Are you kidding me? Two and, years in and a row. participate as a caddy along with our executives as part of the program. Um, it's moving. And, and it's fun to watch because you see the players come out, and they're definitely engaged. But then once it starts with the players, I, I, I love seeing nothing more than the players down on the ground. You're talking about these tour players. The tour players. Let me tell Helping you, line up putts. They and, get competitive when it's all oh, said and done. Oh, yes, they do. Because it was a one-stroke victory yesterday in a playoff for second place. Which we love. And even the tour players, it, well, they'll, they, they kind of mumble it. I try to get the <laughs> microphone in there so we can hear it. But they feel the pressure of performing oh, yeah. in the moment. Well, you, you don't want to let the kids down. But I'm going to tell you what, some of those kids had some sticks yesterday. Oh, Maybe we'll get them out putting. In Steely the, nerves. Kid makes it a, a hole-in-one to win it on that little fifth hole. Which was crazy slider it yeah. was brilliant yeah. it was perfect we had the hole surrounded by the gallery and all the rest it was so much fun special olympians the boys and girls clubs these pj tour professionals the rsm executives the commissioner it's just it it's it kind of is i almost don't want to call it a micro view because it it takes away how big that even that individual little event has become but it is at least reflective Right. of everything else that's going on here at the RSM Classic, that this event, as much as it is a world-class athletic competition, which gets underway in minutes, it's not just that. It's no. everything else that goes along with it. It's these deep roots. It is, and it's the um, it's real. That's the word I keep coming back to all week is it's real. Yeah, the authenticity. Whether it's um, talking to Lanto Griffin about his pursuit of winning the birdies for love and everything it means to him. Whether it's watching the players, I was talking to Luke Donald briefly yesterday. He was one of the pros putting. I mean, can you imagine being a Luke a 12, Donald, 12, former world number kid, one, yeah. former number one, is your putting coach, and you're out here playing. And it's not like, okay, this is my commitment. I'm out here. It's this is awesome, yes. and, and I'm fortunate to know Luke from um, from being on the first tee board in Chicago, and and that's who he is. That's who all these players yeah. are. It's like they want to be there. They want to be engaging in this. And, and when you see that, um, and as you were pointing out yesterday, um, it just it says so much about the foundation of the tour and the players and the values and why this is such a great game and such a great opportunity to help those um, around us. And we didn't even 
we haven't told the world about this yet, but there was a really cool, unique wrinkle at the end. Whereas as the kids were getting their prize and they were getting cupcakes at the end and the trophies were being handed out. Oh, by the way, an absolute superstar recording artist showed up just to take pictures of everybody and shake hands and say hello. Darius Rucker comes out and hangs out with. I don't even know how you arranged that, how that happened, but it was very cool. It's not hard um, because that's who Darius is. Um, just a heart of gold. And I was very fortunate five years ago to have an opportunity to play with him in the Pro-Am out here. And when you hear him talk about his passion for yeah. giving, and, um, you know, it helps that he's the uh, brand ambassador for the PGA Tour, but it, it took one call from the tour <clears throat> knowing he was here for Darius to say, I would be honored. And he came out and to take a picture with the kids and just see the look on the kids' faces. You know, many who are immediately like, oh, yeah, I know exactly who this is. You see others quickly pulling their phones out and looking and going, oh, my God, that's really him. Yeah. Um, but it was great, you know, for him to be out there and to take pictures and to sign the shirts for the kids. And, um, again, what a, a memorable experience uh, for all those kids that were out there. And something, I guarantee you, they're in school today just uh, – Talking about all day long. How great was the concert then last night that he put on for RSM and your clients? I'm going to tell you, that, um, to be in the cloister, which is just over the moon. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Beautiful place. And to have four or 500 of your best friends <laughs> in the room for a concert with Darius Rucker. And... That shows you how big that room is. I didn't even know there was that many people in there. Well, we didn't the first time we did it either. But wow, <laughs> you could get them in there. Holy cow! Um, and the fact that you got the balconies up above, yeah. and you know, as the, as the concert goes on, you got more and more people moving up at the balconies. So you get the whole. That's what I was. I was fan of the opera. I was up at the top. Yeah, so that's a good it. place to be. It is very cool. <clears throat> but he, um, my favorite part of the night was uh, we were standing just side stage um, next to a few of his guys that are prepping the guitars and everything, and he had his playlist. You got two songs in. <clears throat> that playlist didn't matter anymore. <laughs> really? Oh, I, I wondered about that. He was that. bouncing all over. He was. He got so into it. They were moving different songs, and we were laughing with his guitar guy who's trying to get to, tune the guitar for the next song. Because Darius is going with the flow. He's enjoying. And then when Mike Mills jumps up and from you know, REM, oh. and they and they uh, losing my religion, and it just it was unbelievable. Which is great. And and I was at uh, South Carolina when Darius was there, and. And that was them, Hootie and the Blowfish, singing R.E.M. covers. And so to see him up on the stage with Mills singing that, yeah, oh, it was chilling. It's just the whole thing is, is amazing, and, and it continues. Now, Saturday night, you're going to have Cole come in on Saturday. That's Yes, again, you're going to have your RSM component to it, which is really neat for everybody there. But this is for everybody. This Absolutely. is for the whole community. Absolutely. Are there tickets available, do you know? Tickets are still available um, online through rsmclassic.com. Um, we'll, and again, this is five, 6,000 people will be there. Yeah. But huge. when you think about it, but you go to a Nicole Swindell concert somewhere else and you're with 15, 20, 30,000 people. True. So that's a good point. To be in that environment at the airport with, oh my gosh, all the good Southern cooking that's out there with the oh, food yeah. trucks and everything. And, um, he was here a couple of years ago and did the concert yeah. and 
Man, does he put on a fantastic A couple show. years ago, it was cold when he was here. It's going to be beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful be this time. Fantastic. You know, when you use that number, five to 6,000, people have to think about it in context relative to where we are. Right. That's a huge number of people it that is. you're pulling in mm. from. It has to come from a very wide area to get that many people where we're going to be. And there's plenty of room, and it's lots of fun. And as Andy just shared with you, breaking news, there are tickets still available. Absolutely. Yeah. It's awesome. Thank you for the report. You bet. And for giving us the time every day. Look forward to it again tomorrow. We'll I don't know tomorrow. what's going on after round one of the RSM Classic. We're going to be talking about round one of the RSM Classic when we come back. We're going to hear from Lexi, Danielle, Rory as well. Stand by. More coming up live here from Sea Island as the Fairways of Life show continues. Hey, my new book is called The Golf Round I'll Never Forget. 50 of golf's biggest stars recall their finest moments. Moments like this. The 1973 U.S. Open. Here's Johnny Miller. He got a letter also on Saturday morning and said, you're going to win the U.S. Open from some guy in Iowa. And I had never got a, a letter that that's all it was. They didn't sign it, nothing. It was just from Iowa, you're going to win the U.S. Open. And so it was sort of an interesting experience that led up to that uh, winning that Open. Uh, and, and the round itself was sort of out of nowhere because it just was a, a perfect round of golf. I mean, it literally was a perfect round of golf. The book is called The Golf Round I'll Never Forget. 50 of golf's biggest stars recall their finest moments. I hope you enjoy it. You can pick it up wherever fine books are sold, including barnesandnoble.com and amazon.com. It's time for you to discover Stream Song, a new kind of resort that takes the everyday ordinary to the absolutely extraordinary. Three internationally acclaimed link-style courses by golf architecture's iconic foursome of Gil Hans, Tom Dove, Bill Kaur, and Ben Crenshaw that provide a golf experience distinguished as unlike any you've ever had before, with undulating fairways navigating through wild grasses and deep water ponds and lakes, towering sand dunes to find the unexpected experience of playing golf at Streamsong, the ultimate legendary golf destination set apart by the unexpected. Streamsongresort.com. FootJoy, the number one outer brand in golf, ensures that you can make everyday playable with rain jackets for all weather conditions. New to the FJ Performance Outwear lineup this year is the all-new DryJoy Select LS, the lightest, most waterproof garment FJ has ever produced, setting the new standard in rainwear. Amazingly, it's actually lighter than a golf shirt, but still fully waterproof. You can shop now at footjoy.com slash M-E-D-P. BenHoganGolf.com is where you can go to see the beautiful product that's being produced right now, bearing the name of the legend. You know, when he founded the original company in 1953, Ben Hogan said he did it, quote, to design and manufacture the best golf clubs in the world, end quote, and that is exactly what their mantra is today, only it's going directly to you, not through retail stores, so they're saving that 40%, 50% retail markup. You can get the best, and you can get it directly from their master craftsmen. Log on to BenHoganGolf.com now. If you're a golfer or enjoy activities outside, you are at risk. The risk of Lyme disease and other illnesses are a national threat. Add in insect-borne illnesses like West Nile and Zika. Ranger Ready is insect repellent that's serious protection with premium wearable scents and clean, non-greasy formula. Ranger Ready is the best insect repellent available, period. Safe, 12-hour protection, nothing comes close. Log on to rangerready.com for more information. What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? 
It's fear of logistics. I don't know where to stay. I don't know how to get tea times. I don't know where to go. I don't know who should take me there. Well, I'll tell you who knows the answer to all those questions. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. That's why the Fairways of Life show has aligned ourselves with these experts. And is there some place you want to go, like the Open or a President's Cup or a Ryder Cup? They can take care of that as well. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with TheGolfTravelGroup.com. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show, where we're broadcasting live, as we have been all week, from Absolute Paradise, the Sea Island Resort. We're here for the RSM Classic, and as you've heard us discuss throughout the week as well, this is an incredibly special event, and there are reasons that these events become so special, and it's because of a philosophy, it's because of an overarching thought about who they are, what they want to do, what they want to accomplish, and it's been incredible to watch the evolution of the same, not only from a competitive standpoint, uh, as one of the tour events, you're talking about the grandest stage for the game of golf any place in the world, that is the PGA Tour, but also from a corporate perspective, a branding objective, a relationship objective, and then all of it comes down to changing lives. And that continues to be a story, including the story that will be the birdies for love and who will end up winning that and funding a foundation with the same. We'll get into all of that as well. I want to ask you guys to get into BenHoganGolf.com when you get a chance so you can see the iconic product that is available under the name of the legend. This includes their PTX Pro Irons that we've been talking about all year because they are amazing, not only aesthetically, they are truly works of art. They're forged, but because of all of the technology built within these beautiful golf clubs. If you want to take your game to the next level and you want to do it at a price that's going to shock you, not because of it being so high, but because it being so reasonable. There is no retail markup. You're going to save 40 50%. That saving goes directly back to you while you have cutting-edge technology with the name of Ben Hogan on it. I am not kidding you. BenHoganGolf.com to see and check out it all. He's only a shot back in Dubai, an 8 under par, one shot off Lorenzo Vera's 9 under par opening effort. So you can tell it's going to take a lot and you're going to have to go low. He is absolutely capable of doing it. Here is Rory McIlroy. Rory, you've played some fabulous rounds of golf on this golf course, but 64 represents your lowest possible score that you've shot here. Tell us about it from your point of view. Yeah, it was great. Um, you know, you know I, I started off fast, uh, four under through six, five under through seven. Um, you know, basically did what I told you I, I should do, starting off, you know, headed into the right portions of the greens. Uh, I, I held a couple of held a couple of really good putts, you know, starting off, but I birdied the two par fives on the front nine. Uh, and, and did what I needed to do, and then it got a little a little uh, slower on the, the sort of start of the back nine, but it was obviously nice to, to finish the way I did. I had some really quality shots coming in, which um, you know, which is you know gives me a lot of confidence going into the next few days. You told me earlier this year that one of the things you're most proud of is when you have those quiet spells that are around, you're more patient than you used to be. Was that the case today? Yeah, definitely. I think my patience was rewarded. You know, I bogey twelve make a great up and down on uh, on 13 for par and then you know nearly made a mess of 14 and made par there and I think you know maybe in the past going to the 15th tee I would have been trying to push it a little bit I just sort of stayed patient I you know hit a good drive up 15 took advantage of that um, you know hit two two solid shots into 16 and yeah just a little more of a you know you're still four under par there's a lot of golf left in this golf tournament and just not trying to push it too much and it's funny it's sort of counterintuitive the less you try to push it it seems like the lower lower the scores are describe the second shot to the last for us look right out of the top draw that one yeah um 
Honestly, it's possibly the best shot I've had all year. Um, two, I think I two seventy um, equivalent two seventy two uh, to the front, two ninety one to the pin, so back in off the left. And you know, I was you know, wind was off the left, so it was a nice one for me to just aim straight at the pin and know that if I hit my little draw, it should hold. But if it gets going on the wind. Obviously, the bunker on the right is better than the water on the left. So, I, and I, I just flushed it. Like I, when I was over it, it was sort of in off the left, and you know, I sort of carry my three wood off the deck about 280. So it was right on the limit. Um, but as soon as I hit it, I, I knew it was, I knew it was perfect. It was right, right out of the middle. So uh, great to finish like that. And um, yeah, you know, it's, it was a great round of golf. When you returned from the HSBC, your wife Erica had had something very special built in your house. Just tell us about that. Um, yeah. So. I guess we've been, uh, we just moved into our new house a, a couple of months ago, but I still hadn't, you know, we still hadn't moved anything, everything in and the, the trophy cabinet hadn't been built. Um, and then got back from China, uh, walked into the, our sort of game room and, you know, up on the wall were, you know, all the trophies and stuff. And obviously on a high from the, the win in China, it was cool, but just a, you know, it's sort of, it's a nice reminder sometimes. Um, I hadn't seen that, you know, those all that stuff had been in storage for you know a year and a half so first time I'd seen the Claret Jug and the you know the US Open Trophy and all that sort of stuff and it you know it's a it's cool but it's also a great motivator to, to think you know you know I'm still pretty early in my career and I've, I've done quite a lot but I still want to do so much more. So Doug's now settling into us as I was telling you earlier yesterday we had a great time and the the putting contest and then the concert last night but I think it was all highlighted by the fact that the night before, and it, this was at the draw party, you know, they had one of those huge checks. And, they, and, and credit to everyone at RSM because they keep it fun for all of us and that they don't let the cat out of the bag early. They do it as a reveal. And what was the exact number, Doug? 3.8? 3.827, and I forget the last three numbers. Million. It's million unbelievable. Dollars. And that was from uh, – Davis said in 2014 they had raised $200,000 for birdies for love. They've, uh, the, the whole British for Love charity program started with just the Davis Love Foundation, I think 2014, and it was $100,000. Oh, my gosh. Then we got involved, and our first year was maybe two fifty, And I remember it was only two or three years ago that we said we wanted to get to a million dollars. And to, we were $2.8 a, a year ago, and to be $3.8 million this year is just uh, amazing. Doug's the CFO. He's also RSM's chairman of the board of the RSM uh, U.S. Foundation. So I, I take it that Birdies for Love falls under the auspices of the foundation then? Yes, it does. I mean, it's run by our offices, but how the foundation gets involved is we match uh, a certain percentage, match both dollars that our employees and partners uh, contribute and also participation. So you know, we say we want 75% of our partners and I think it's 60% of our employees. And if they get that percentage of, you know, I think it's $10 is the minimum. If they get that percentage participation, we'll get a flat-out increase the match. And uh, it's just an incentive for participation. And our people want to do it. I mean, we have really – local offices have grabbed a hold of this. And, and it's, it's a, it's a three-month-long event where, you know, they got various fundraising activities uh, each week. And uh, it's just a lot of fun. Our people love it. And – and they get behind it. Why do you Why do you think that is? Why do you think it's connected so well? You know, I think um, what we first learned is that people connect with organizations that have a charitable bent to them. You know, and it, it makes them feel proud to be a part of that organization. And the fact that you can take the power of a twelve thousand person organization 
and and you participate that with in that i think is really uh really exciting for our employees does it get competitive i don't know that it gets competitive i mean there is there is a winner and there is a loser but we we pretty much match you get the participation goals you get the dollar goals so you know we, we're going to match it it isn't like first place gets more than second place it's a percentage in a standard amount i'm not talking about money i'm talking about <laughs> pride yeah i'm kind of getting the impression I think, that uh, the our boston are... office has has historically been the biggest one and uh, mm-hmm. uh the fact they're fair from boston uh, they they take a lot of pride in the fact that they are number one. There's people yeah. listening to us in Boston right now, are fist pumping out there like, yeah, Boston. He finally recognized us. World champions, I got here. Right there, we go. <laughs> now the the matching and what you do with the foundation it extends beyond it had established before that too. In fairness, but it extends beyond birdies for love. This this is something. This engagement, this community involvement, this volunteerism, this this philanthropy. Is something that's really part of your DNA. Would I be correct in that? Right. There's three uh, three major programs. Uh, one is the Birdies for Love campaign. The other one is university giving. And and what we decided to do is we wanted to step up our support of our universities. And a good example is three years ago at my alma mater, University of Northern Iowa, we set up a million dollar um, accounting professorship endowment. Uh, half of it from the partners, half of it from the foundation. And uh, Joe is setting one up at DePaul. But, you know, individual partners are leading efforts to help support their alma maters. And the foundation helps kick in. And, in fact, I'm leaving tomorrow early uh, to go back. Uh, I'm accepting the Corporate Citizen of the Year Award at the UNI annual meeting on behalf of RSM. So wow, how cool is they, that? They gave us that. And Rightfully so, so. Getting from Sea Island to Cedar Falls, Iowa is not an easy task, but we are going to get there. So. Can, can you give us kind of a flavor for, for the world of, from the corporate side, if you please, what it's like at the RSM Classic where, you know, I spoke quite a bit about the, the draw party at Davis and Robin Love's house and the reveal of the Birdies for Love total in the campaign of, of just as you heard Doug say, over $3.8 million dollars. But you guys have stuff going on all the time. Yesterday, a very special event in the afternoon that the commissioner of the PGA Tour was a part of last night and even going through the week today and through through the time that you're going to be departing. There's something all the way around. Yeah, it's it's just a great week. I mean, we did a, a little a YouTube video on the client experience. Our clients love it here. I mean, they absolutely love coming here. Can I come back next year? You know, I played with a, with a uh investment banker out of san francisco on tuesday and i'd like to come back next year well we'd love to have you back but you know it's for our biggest customers you know and those investment bankers they generally have a little pride <laughs> competitive <laughs> in there so uh but the the charity of bed you know that's funny as we were talking i was playing with zach johnson yesterday and he said well what do you think after 10 years because i've been around the whole time and i said you know i uh the brand probably isn't quite as what we thought we were going to get out of it but the client experience you know, 150% of what we ever thought. And probably the unknown is the employee experience. Employees really like the fact that, that we are in front, you know, and the sponsoring the classic and doing all these charitable activities around it. And, you know, I think our employee engagement around this has been, we don't think we ever dreamed that it would be that big. The Boys and Girls Club and the uh, Special Olympians and a member of the PGA Tour and a member of your staff were a team yesterday afternoon in the putting contest. How did your group do? We tied for second. 
Excellent. And uh, we had a putt-off. Uh, it was pretty exciting. Uh, you were there, but uh, I think it was a boys and girls club athlete. Um, sunk a hole in one. The yeah. Putt, putt must have been, what, 50 feet, 70 feet? I don't know, something like yeah, that. Yeah, Irvon Lahiri's team. So, won. you know, I get it. Well, the, the, it was the pro's term to do it, and uh, they said, well, we'll have the caddies putt. That was Ben Crane. That was your it, man, Ben Crane, yeah, that made that so, decision. Uh, our CEO, Bill Gorman, was first, and uh, he said, I wanted to not embarrass myself, but I didn't want to make a hole in one. Uh, on top of the the uh, boys and girls club athlete, yeah, young and then man. I was the last guy, and and uh, all I wanted to do was get closer than Bill Gorman and not make. You a actually putt. hit a really good putt. Yeah, yours settled what a foot and a half, would you say, from the hole? And it was a brutal right to left. It was downhill, down slope. A lot better than Bill Gorman's, wasn't it? His was pretty good. His was online. He already left, by the way. Oh so, he did, yeah, huh? yeah, he's not. He, he fired out of here as soon as you sat down. He must have known the barb was coming. With that, now we're not done yet. So, you, will you not be here for Saturday's uh, million? Dollar I will not one? this year. Okay, uh, I, I like that. But we do a folds of honor. Uh, we partner with them. We have a million dollar hole in one challenge. So you, I don't remember. You have a hundred yard shot to qualify, and then you come uh, on the eighteenth green. And what are they? Two hundred yards out, maybe. Uh, it's like one. It's like one seventy five. One seventy five. Yeah. So. You kind of get the, the the ninety yard shot, and then you advance. And it's a little bit of a weird angle. It's a tough shot. Because what happens is, folks, is you've got 18, right? And 18 has – it kind of goes down in huge steps in the fairway. And then it bottoms out by – and that's where the cart path runs through. Then it goes back up to the green complex. And they have a platform that the people are hitting from. And they want to have it down and left. So you're not, you're not going to be where the tour players are going to hit from. It, it's the bottom line. So as a result, you're kind of off to the left a little bit. And the first year we did it, if you remember, the board kind of leaned forward. Right. So it made it a pretty tough shot. Plus you're, you're over water. Oh, yeah. yeah you've got, you've got to clear the water on that yeah, side. It's right. And the water really doesn't come into play. You know, it's, it's you know, 30 yards. We've had a lot of balls green, in the water but over there. It's just the illusion. Trust me, just it, it, even though the water it shouldn't come into play, it many does. times it does come into so play. So we invite people to stay. And then there's the closest to the pin. And I forget what it is. I think it's a, I think it's a uh, vacation here. I think it's a holiday here for a few days. And if I remember correctly, the guy who won it last year, was an either active or just recently retired member of the military. I'd forgotten that, but I think you're right. I think I think he How did have a military. He had a, a military connection, so it's it's a special day, it, and uh, um, it's fun to honor those. The when we get into the community stuff, when we take it away from this grand stage that we're on, which is a lot of fun and massively successful in these ten years, from Volunteer Day to the dollars for doers, the power of education scholarship, the university giving that you mentioned, the disaster relief. I mean, you guys are digging your, your roots deep within the communities in which you work around this country and around the world as well. Yeah, it's something that we have really uh, focused on, really, the last six or seven years. I remember, you know, we, we always had this idea of a foundation of stepping it up. And when we brought the firm back, you know, we said, well, this has been real successful to us and uh, we need to give back. And that was really the, the, the first time we set up the foundation and we funded it. And, and uh, it's been incredibly successful. And I guess it's been our this will be our fifth year. Of the foundation. Absolutely tremendous. Well, you guys can see the professional side of what is an amazing event and a massive event on so many different levels that we've been illustrating throughout the course of the week and throughout the course of the years. But first, to let you know, the television coverage, we have it for you in Golf Channel at noontime today, noontime on Friday, on Saturday we're at 1 p.m., Sunday we're at 1 p.m. The times I'm giving you are all Eastern time for those of you in various time zones around the country and around the world that are listening to us 
right now. The European Tours DP World Tour Championship that you heard me talking about earlier in the program, and I will continue to keep you updated on what's going on in Dubai as things wrap up in day one. You can catch that starting at 2 a.m. Eastern time on Friday morning, 2 a.m. on Saturday, and 1.30 a.m. on Sunday. We'll also be doing parts of Morning Drive live here from the RSM Classic. I, I don't actually know my times that I'll be on Golf Channel yet this weekend, but I'll let you know as soon as that comes along. The CME Group Tour Championship kicks off today on the Golf Channel digital stream. We have it for you at 1 p.m. Again, all these times are Eastern. 4 p.m. on Golf Channel is when you can catch the television coverage. Well, I wish you safe travels, my friend. Congratulations Thank on you. everything Thank that you, you guys have accomplished. It's tremendous that it is such a team effort, you know, from everyone at RSN. It's great to see you. Great to see you. Thanks again. CME Group Tour Technologies, their championship coming up this week as well and starting today. Uh, Daniel Kang spoke to the CME event, how it's evolved and why it's so special. It's exciting to play each event, and I think everyone wants to do well at all times. And maybe, to be honest, I think towards the end of the year, everyone wants to play the best they can, and they kind of want to sum up their year and what happened. I think it's a great opportunity. I love that we're trending in the right direction. And uh, the fact that this kind of opportunity has risen for us to be able to play for that kind of check is pretty incredible. Um, I'm hoping that maybe that will roll over and you know, open up a more opportunities later. But for now, I'm just really excited to play the CMA Tour Championship. And, yeah, there's a, there's a huge check waiting for the winner. Um, be pretty exciting to see who takes it. Daniel Kang uh, speaking to that huge check that she is chasing. So, too, is Lexi Thompson. And Thompson, when she addressed the media, she reflected on the season that has been. Golf is such an up and down game. I had a lot of great tournaments, especially in the middle of the year. We had, um, well, I had two five week stretches, and I usually never play five weeks in a row, so it was a lot different for me. But I had a lot of good finishes, so, you know, I took a lot of positives off of that. Um, you know, I've gone through a few swing changes, a few different putting techniques, and, um, you know, some things are going to work, some things are going to work for a little bit and then fade, but that's how golf is. It's always a process, you can never perfect it. And, um, you know, that's what I'm going with it. I have had a lot of great tournaments. It's been a great year. So I have this event, and then I have a shark shootout in a few weeks, and then I'll have a nice offseason to continue to work on my game. Lexi, we'll see how it plays out. That gets underway today. I'm going to give you the air times once again in just a few moments. First, Mike Lorenzo Vera is leading out in Dubai as the European Tour concludes their race to Dubai on a nine under par mark of 63 for him to open. He has only but a one shot lead over Rory McElroy, who shoots an eight under par opening round that just wrapped up a little while ago. Alone in third, John Rahm is six under par. How about this leaderboard? The next grouping at five under par. Tommy Fleetwood seeking to become the race to Dubai champion. Tom Lewis is also five under par. Uh, Marcus Kinholt is four under alongside of Rafael Cabrera-Bayo. It is a great leaderboard. Justin Rose is three under. That is still in the top ten. That is eighth place, and he shares that mark with... Francesco Molinari and Denny Willett as well. And another young man who was in the mix last week, Thomas Dietrich, 
opening at three under par. But three under par right now looks like it's already an uphill battle after round one because of what Lorenzo Vera did at nine under. And in fairness, Rory McIlroy, one shot back at eight under par. It has been tremendous. Now, anything that we didn't have time to get to in terms of press conferences, there's a bunch of them already posted on the Fairways of Life platforms available to you when you want it, where you want it, how you want it, around the world, always for free through all of our platforms that distribute the fairways of life content dom give us a glimpse of the the pressers that they have posted now that they can hear in their entirety oh you can catch davis love he spoke for 25 minutes yesterday uh prior to play getting underway at the rsm classic zach johnson is available rory you saw what happened in the first round there rory's full press conference prior to him starting to play there is available now all that stuff is still very relevant and very interesting and well worth your time let me tell you something when I'm getting in the car, I do the show. I produce the show. When I'm getting in the car and going shopping and I got a 20-minute ride in the car, I can just pop the app on and listen to a Roy McIlroy press conference. Trust me, it's better than anything else you're going to hear on the radio. <laughs> Very cool. Okay, and Don, before we lose you here, uh, could you give us an update on the marquee groups here at the RSM Classic and, and any notables? I'd love to know the weather, too, if you had a chance to see. The weather's going to be perfect. As you talked to uh, Member Scott earlier on, it's basically perfect every day so far. It's looking really good. A little bit of wind here and there off the water, uh, but that's to be expected. At 9.15 a.m. Eastern Time, which is three minutes from now, they will start to play golf at the RSM Classic. On the plantation course, Chad Campbell, Taylor Gooch, Adam Shank, Joel Damon, Cameron Percy, and Sam Ryder of Split Tees there will be teeing off first on the seaside course the first T-ball will be struck by Boo Weekly, Johnson Wagner, Sepp Straka, Mackenzie Hughes, Derek Ernst, and Jonathan Bird. The featured group coverage will include and can be watched on PGA Tour Live basically starting right now. Matt Kuchar, Billy Horschel, and Zach Johnson. That's one group, by the way. That's a feature group. 9.45 a.m. Eastern Time. They will start playing. And you can watch Webb Simpson, Patton Kazire, and Austin Cook. And that is at 9.55. Jim Furyk's in the field. Obviously, Davis Love is in the field. Mm-hmm. Luke Donald's in the field. It's a spectacular field. The, the scenes could not be better when you watch it on Golf Channel starting at noon Eastern time. Well worth your time just to watch the, just the drone footage will make you foam at the mouth, Matt. Oh, there you go. That, that's how to sell it, Dom. You can foam at the mouth by watching the, the RSM Classic. As Dom mentioned, noontime today on Golf Channel, same time tomorrow at noontime then as well, and Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. The European Tours DP World Tour Championship will kick off next. 2 a.m. Friday morning, we have it for you on Golf Channel. The CME Group Tour Championship, you can catch the coverage on Golf Channel at 4 p.m. today. The digital stream kicks off at 1 p.m. this afternoon, so you know where to get your golf, how to get your golf as you want it. It's available all over the globe. But right here, the RSM Classic, as Dom just told you, is minutes away from getting underway in its competitive form and every other form this week. It has been fantastic and so much fun. There are tickets still available. If you choose to come down, as Andy was telling us earlier, there are tickets still available for Cole's concert on Saturday as well. That's also going to be a great deal of fun. And I hope that you guys... Have the best of fun on this Thursday and heading into the weekend. We'll be back with you again tomorrow for Spare. Until then, goodbye for now.